Yes, and for the third time in a row, here we are again. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here with Lester Bailey. Lester is in Chicago. Hi, Lester. Thank you for being with us. Hi, Randy. How are you? I am wonderful, and I am even better because I'm here with you now. Thank you. So Lester is our male representative in Empowering Women to Succeed Bounce. Yes. 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 Very excited. And we're very excited to have you come to Toronto to take the stage with us on May 31st. Yes. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm so excited for you. And I'm excited to see you because I haven't seen you in so long. I know. So, Lester, tell us. Oh, hi, Pravin. Hi, Gordon. <laughs> Gordon says, Mr. Lester Bailey is in the house. <laughs> and Pravin Patel says, hi, Lester. Oh, hello. <laughs> so thank you for being on with us, everybody. I'm going to see who else is on here with us as well. Lester will be coming up on May 31st to the book launch, so we're very excited for that. Liliana is on, Tal's on. Hi, ladies. Thank you for being on. And, uh, yeah, you guys are going to meet Lester. <laughs> you haven't met him yet um, at the book launch. So we're thrilled to have you. So, Lester, tell us just, you know, a little bit about who's Lester. Okay. I'm Lester Bailey, and I can actually say I am now a, formerly a Chicago police officer in the city of Chicago. There you go. <laughs> news in the world. <laughs> also, I'm enjoying being the, you know, one of the male writers of this book. I can't wait to see, you know, how this comes out. Oh, it's going to be awesome. And you're actually the only male author in this book. So there you go. <laughs> and, uh, Liliana asks, uh, what's it be like, what's it like to be the only male in the book? It's always nice to be the first at anything. You will enjoy it because we have stories the same because we still deal with women all of our lives. And I so enjoyed that. Exactly. So, you know, you mentioned um, being a police officer in Chicago. What's that like? Well, working in one of the most dangerous <laughs> criminal type of cities, it, it was a challenge, but Chicago in itself is a lovely place. Don't let the statistics that you hear on television actually show the city. The city is wonderful. It's beautiful. Best place in the world to shop, to eat, and especially if you like pizza, like Mr. Gordon so does. He <laughs> loves his pizza. <laughs> but yes, it is amazing. I love the city. Oh, my goodness. Speaking of pizza, you guys have like... That all cheese pizza, I'd never seen it before till I came down to see you guys. Yes. And at the time, I wasn't eating any of that stuff, so I actually didn't have any. But it was like this thick. Yeah, it's a, it's a great pizza pie from Giordano's. And Giordano's <laughs> is one of our top pizza places. You're talking about my favorite is always spinach and cheese. And mmm, that is the most yummy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, Gordon's commenting there, pizza. <laughs> oh, yes. Best place for pizza, best place for steaks. It's a great food place. Great, great food place. Great shopping place. 
You get a chance to see the Magnificent Mile. We have four of the tallest buildings of the world. It's just a magnificent city. And I was glad to, you know, to patrol this city. Well, it definitely is. And thank you for being on with us. And I know, you know, just to talk about Chicago for one more second. Um, Miri and I, our author from the first book, uh, spent an extra night after one of our courses down there so that we could actually enjoy Chicago a little bit. And it was, you know, we had a lot of fun. It was phenomenal. We took a nice tour of the city and uh, it was, it was nice. Nice. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And of course I watch all those shows on on TV that are all Chicago MD, Chicago justice, Chicago, this Chicago, that (laughs) love them. They're great shows. Sorry? Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, they're amazing shows. So, but I'm excited to have you and to have you come up to Toronto on May 31st. And, you know, tell us why you wanted to become a published author. Because it's like, okay, police officer, what made you think about, you know, why do you want to share your story? I love different challenges. And in your life, you go through different things. And sometimes you never see some of the things that you actually may approach. And I was so surprised that I was speaking with uh, Mr. Gordon So, and he was like, you know, this might be a good idea. And I'd love working in the city. I've seen so much being here. And it was nice to be able to share my views, especially in a book for women, because I work with them. Most of my career have been to have dealt with women in different types of ways. So Mm -hmm. I felt that I think I have a few things to say. It was kind of, it's actually interesting to see, you know, those little things that kind of make up you and your life from your mother to your sisters, to your friends. It was, it's great. So having this opportunity, I am glad. Well, we're grateful to have you in the book. So I'll tell you that. And, uh, you know, I know you're going to have a huge impact, but I want you to give us like a couple of little snippets of the challenges that you faced. I don't want you to talk about how you got through them because I want people to come to May 31st and see you on stage and talk a little bit about your story there and get to meet you. But you know, and also get to have you sign their books and whatnot. But why? Um, tell us a little bit about some of the challenges that you talk about. One of the funniest things to me, and especially when you're looking at your challenges in life, I had an opportunity to become a police officer, but I was that kid who never ever seen. A police officer. I didn't have to deal with them as I grew up. And being in this large city is kind of unusual so that you could never see it. And then now that I first get a chance to come onto the streets and see what that was actually like to deal with a, a an element that I've never seen. I've never dealt with crime. I never dealt with people who were victims of crime or who had different challenges with being the police and police officers and how you can encourage some others, how you can move through it. So it was nice to see that with me being a part of this story and being a part of so many lives, I was like, oh, I was overwhelmed when I first began because I had no idea of 
what I was getting into. And right. I got to do it. Ooh, we. <laughs> he got thrown right in, right? <laughs> right in. <laughs> it's nice to be able to get into the water, but nobody tells you that you might need a paddle. <laughs> right. Exactly. So what's, you know, what is Lester going to be up to now? Like what's ahead for Lester? Because you mentioned that you just retired and congratulations for that. Yes. <laughs> well, my new challenge is figuring out what I want to be when I grow up. I'm right. having this first opportunity to be an author and I actually may do this again because I now have time. Being the police, right. I never had time. Now I have time. It's unusual for me to have time, so I have to learn <laughs> what to do with it. Now you have to figure out how you're filling your time. <laughs> right. I've never had that opportunity. So now this is a brand new opportunity for me. Which is wonderful. And congratulations again. It's very, very exciting. But whatever you decide to do, Lester, and, you know, I know, you know, whether it's writing or taking on some other passion of yours, it's probably going to be in an entrepreneurial way, right? Oh, yes, indeed. You all are amazing of all the things that you do in Canada. And I want to explore more of that. Well, we're, you know, we'd love to help you and to help guide you into what you're passionate about. Um, but, you know, being a published author, this is actually an incredible way to start off your retirement because, you know, our, we've taken the first two Empowering Women to Succeed books to number one international bestsellers. And with everyone's help out there, uh, we will make the third one the same. And, you know, so that just adds credibility to you and elevates you as a person and as an entrepreneur, especially if you want to use it as a marketing tool. So, you know, this is an incredible way for you to start off your retirement. Do you have any thoughts on how you would actually use that tool? Well, I mean, with the inside of it, you get a chance to be credible to people because you're telling your story and me and all of these amazing women who are in this trilogy so far of this book, we're showing stories. We're showing our, our sides, our soft sides, our medium sides, our strong sides. And we can use that because we're actually giving us, giving others our heart, our love, mm -hmm. our experiences. And that is in itself amazing, such a marvelous chance to let people see who we are. Exactly. And what is your hope with your story? When the reader reads your story, what do you hope that they get out of that? That they can see that even though you go through different challenges, no matter how strong or what they actually entail, that you can fight through things that you never thought that you could. Mm -hmm. You find out that you have strengths inside of you and strengths that are around you, even with the people that are around you, your experiences that are around you, you learn to grow from those. You may not be able to overcome everything, but you're strong enough to try. And I think that that's great. I love that. And that's a great message to give people. So um, Gordon asks, do you have a police story that you can share with us right now? Tell Gordon, no, I can't tell those type of stories. <laughs> <laughs> 
they're all stories of, of people getting through, even though you, you go on the street and you answer a call and you never know what that call may be. You just walk up to the door and you knock on it and you see some amazing things that people have strived through, domestic situations, burglaries, doesn't matter what it is. Mm -hmm. Because even though the stories may seem different, but they're the same. People are going through the same thing throughout the world. And being on an international platform as we are, we're showing the same type of stories that no matter what, you get through them. Exactly. And that's the message we, we, we all give, right? That's right. But I do see a book there, Lester. I see a book of stories of a police officer. Like, without mentioning real names, I'm sure you can talk about some of the experiences that you've had and crazy stories out there, um, you know, that people have experienced without using their names. Well, I mean, part of the stories that when you look at, you walk into a house of men and women, basically, and they're arguing. And you see them arguing. And all of a sudden, as a police officer, the first thing you try to do is to act of way. But it turns on you. All mm. of a sudden, you're, you know, the lady asks you to arrest the gentleman. Mm. And you're looking like, I'm ready. And now he wants to fight. So you can find yourself getting ready to get into the same fight with him because he doesn't want to go to jail and he doesn't like the woman that he is with. Now right. you're fighting, you're getting thrown across a room. <laughs> you're trying to hold oh, yourself no. back. Oh, yes. boy. As you're turning around and putting cuffs on him, the wife decides to jump on you because she oh. now doesn't want you to get, she doesn't want you to hurt him. Even Aww. though she doesn't like him and she doesn't feel him at this present moment, she still doesn't want you to hurt him because she has amazing amount of love. Right. She may have been, in most cases, they have been battered in some type of way. Mm -hmm. And you're letting women know, even though that you're battered, you can get out of this situation. Yeah. You don't have to be a part of it, but you're still trying to protect the same person who's trying to hurt you. And right. I have had a lot of stories like I see that in a domestic. I've dealt with with rapes inside of churches. I've turned mm -hmm. around and dealt with pulling people out of fires. <laughs> I've seen the death of kids. <laughs> it's in a lot of amazing stories that are actually there and that are 100% real without having to ever use a name. <laughs> you could talk for days and actually come up with stories that would not match the last. Wow. Wow. Does that help? Yeah. Yeah, you know what? It it gives you like a teeny bit of insight, and I'm sure those are the lighter situations, uh, right? You know, but it gives you insight into not knowing what you can walk into, and and your life's in danger. Like you're constantly in danger. Yes, you are, and you, know? you run into bad neighborhoods because people when you see news, they only tell you about the bad neighbors and they don't tell you about what's all good. But when you're right. walking into a bad neighborhood and you know that there's crime around you because of whatever the situation is and you don't have any alerts, you'll get a call and you'll hear a dispatcher tells you that there were shots fired in the area. Well, that's mm -hmm. fine when you're going over to that area, but they give you a block. Well, if you ever walk down a block 
if shots are fired, it's anywhere on the block. You have no idea where the bad guy is. <laughs> you right. don't know whom the victim is because the victim is sometimes hurled underneath a cabinet, a table. They're scared to come out and it's up to you to go in there and figure this out with very little information. But it's well, an amazing thing because you still do it and you still try your best to go home to your family because they like you too. <laughs> God, I hope they love you, but yeah. <laughs> No, how scary, and you know, and, and that you are actually lucky to be able to retire, right? Yes, that is so true because yeah. it, it has happened all around. Even yesterday, they were talking about a story on the news station here on ABC News about a Detroit officer knocking on the door. And as soon as he opened the door, the person, the offender opened the door, he shot and killed the police officer. He had okay. no way to know what was going to be on the other side of the door. Right. And policemen often see what they don't know. You don't know what to expect, but you you go through your different challenges. You find the strengths that you've never known that you had because mm -hmm. nothing prepares you for what you don't know. <laughs> How empowering is that? Holy mackerel. Yeah, it, it shows a strength that you have to come up with. And I've worked with a lot of women, I've had a lot of female partners who've shown me, even as a male, how to find some strengths that I didn't know that I've had. Right, right. Wow. Well, Pravin says uh, a couple of things. Thank you, Pravin, for being on. He says, you remind me of the Canadian Olympian Donovan Bailey. <laughs> 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 and he wants to know, why did you become a cop and why did you retire? So why'd you become a cop? Well, and actually, it's a funny story. I've, I kind of looked at the job as I was working as a banker. Believe it or not, I was working at a banker. Wow. And I took the test just to be taking the test. I was like, ah, maybe I might decide to change careers. And during that time, I didn't know <laughs> to expect it because I loved banking. I loved everything about banking. I knew I was going to be a banker. And then one day the bank laid off, <laughs> laid me off. And I just so happened because I took the test, I was prepared to walk inside of a job <laughs> within a couple of wow. months. Wow. <laughs> and that lucky. was the reason I came with police. Lucky. lucky. Yeah. You're after lucky. Seeing, <laughs> after seeing so much on this job and being able to stop testing faith, I decided that it was time for me to retire. Because as a police officer, you test fate all of the time. And I decided that it was enough. My family has seen enough. And they like me to come home. And they like to enjoy me for some years that I gave away. <laughs> and, and lucky that you're still young enough that you should have a, you know, a very long life ahead of you to enjoy those things. That's right. I want to see what's out there. <laughs> well, Liliana says opportunity comes when we are least expecting it. So you never know. And Liliana, one of your co-authors, you will meet her at the show. Thank you for being on Beautiful. 
<laughs> and thank so, you, Liliana. I look forward to meeting you. <laughs> I know everybody's looking forward to uh, celebrating together. And Lester, you're going to have your 10 minutes on stage to share your story as well. And, you know, anybody out there, and if somebody wants to come in from Chicago, I mean, we've got a long list of you guys that we know. I hope some of you are going to be able to come in and support Lester at the event and uh, congratulate him, shake hands with him, hug him, get him to sign your book. And uh, you can chat with him and find out, like, you know, ask him some questions. And maybe he wouldn't say here on Facebook Live. <laughs> no, yes, I'll answer them all. <laughs> <laughs> and you're such a warm and loving person. I'm so proud of you for your accomplishments in your life and also for becoming a published author and, uh, you know, being able to come up here and celebrate with everybody. I'm just so excited for you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm so glad I met you. And the entire team, thank you for coming to Chicago, because as she says, the opportunity to have met you is why I'm, I am here now, why I'm here with you, because you all were amazing here, and I'm going to be as amazing as you all were. Well, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> well, you, you are awesome, and we love you, and we miss you, and, uh, you know, I can't wait for you to come up here, um, you know, and... Everybody, please join us on May 31st. Stay for lunch. Come spend some time schmoozing with Lester and the other authors. You'll get to shake hands with them, get your book signed, chat yes. with them, ask them questions. Yeah, and we're excited to hear you, Lester, on stage. Thank you. I'm enjoying being a part of this Empowering Women to Succeed bounce <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well thank you so much and anybody if you want the link to attend the event Lester or myself would be happy to share our links with you and looking forward to seeing you guys at the show and thank you Lester so much for spending the time here on Facebook live I know we've been on for a little while and sharing some insights about your career which are always exciting to hear so thank you so much thank you very much too Randy you enjoy your day enjoy a beautiful time and I can't wait to get into Toronto you too, and congratulations again, and we will speak soon. Thank you, okay. Lester. Thank you, everybody, for being on. Love you. Bye-bye.